Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms from Los Angeles, California. We're talking today about demographics and their importance to real estate investors. Specifically, we'll be talking about the baby boomers and what you can do to profit from that giant group of people. Plus, we've got a great guest today on the Real Estate Guys radio program. Are you ready to profit in paradise? Hi, it's Robert Helms. And if you think real estate investing means tenants, toilets, and termites, think again. Located just a short plane ride from the U.S., a virtually untouched paradise awaits. The beautiful country of Belize. When you go to Belize with the Real Estate Guys, you'll spend four fabulous days discovering one of the most intriguing real estate markets I've ever seen. With its jungle rainforests, pristine beaches, and 81-degree turquoise water, Belize is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. Plus, it's considered one of the top seven tax havens in the world. And why U.S. real estate continues to drop, Belize property is on the rise, and many experts think the best is yet to come. But don't just take my word for it. Come experience Belize firsthand at our upcoming investor field trip. When you join us, you'll discover the many reasons we love Belize, like tremendously undervalued beachfront land, super low taxes, ease of doing business, and so much more. Get the details at realestateguysradio.com. Just click on events. See paradise for yourself. Click events at realestateguysradio.com, and I'll see you in beautiful Belize. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Even though it doesn't sound like it, I am here in Los Angeles, California, after finishing our amazing Secrets of Successful Syndication event. I have no voice, but I do have a co-host. Russell Gray is back. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I've been uh, out on assignment. You, you have been. And uh, big hello to all the folks who came out from all over uh, the, the place. We had people from everywhere come to uh, Los Angeles here for the... Secrets of Successful Syndication, and um, what a, a great group, great event. Yeah, it was fabulous. It's always fabulous. It's always great when we get a chance to meet people that come out of the audience that have been listening to us for a long time, because, you know, for you guys out there listening to us, you feel like you know us, you hear our voices all the time, and you hear our ideas, but for us, we're just talking to a couple of microphones, and so when we get a chance to meet you face-to-face and look in your eyes and shake your hand and hear about your hopes and dreams and the things that you've taken away from the show that have made a difference or the questions that you have, it just really helps it stay real for us. So uh, we enjoy it. I uh, hope every time we do an event, as many of you as possible can come out and hang out with us. We have a great time. And uh, the other thing, I think, when you get a chance to meet your fellow listeners, you're going to like them. I mean, just great, great people. This this event in particular just brought a demographic that is very entrepreneurial-minded, very optimistic. They're ready to go make something happen, and it's a lot of positive energy. Yeah, as a real estate investor, you've got to look for opportunity. And part of the theme of our show today is exactly that. As the demographics change in your marketplace or the marketplace you're investing in, or today, the world at large, there's opportunity that shifts. And it's been kind of a theme we've had uh, so far this year is looking at where there is opportunity being created because of changes in the market. And the, the demographic we're going to focus on today is a huge, gigantic group of people known as the baby boomers. Yeah, you, you've probably heard of them. Uh, it's a big group of people that were uh, born right after World War II. You know, all the GIs came back and they started doing what guys who've been away for a long time like to do. And uh, a lot of babies got born during those uh, 10, 20 years. And so that big wave of uh, people have gone through these different cycles of life. And they uh, have now reached the age of retirement. They're beginning to retire, you know, 10,000 plus a day are beginning to retire. And the big question has always been through every wave that they go through in their life, what are their needs? What are their wants? Where is their money going? And how can you position yourselves to be in front of that? And uh, that's what we're going to be taking a look at today. 
Well, in fact, um, specifically, if you think back to a lot of the strategic reason you chose the mortgage business many years ago was to take advantage of this very wave. Absolutely. I mean, that's a great point. You know, just being a guy that's always loved marketing and trying to understand business and where the opportunities, you know, Wayne Gretzky's old quote, you know, I don't skate to where the puck is. I skate to where it's going. I was trying to figure out where are these people going to go? And I had a background in financial services. And so I understood concepts of asset allocation models that financial planners do. And I realized that the baby boomers were largely buying stocks, equities, long-term growth. They were buying houses, and that's always been a very strong driver. But it occurred to me that these guys were going to get to a point where they're going to start investing for income. And when a financial planner takes somebody from the growth phase into the annuity phase where you're going to be drawing out, one of the products they put them in are bonds because they're typically considered to be safer and they pay cash flow. So I looked at that and I thought, well, you know, at the time, at the end of the 90s, the Republican Congress and the Clinton administration had worked together to basically refinance a lot of the U.S. debt, and they weren't really issuing a lot of new bonds. They were turning some stuff over, but there weren't a lot of government bonds. And so what's Wall Street going to sell? And they started creating these things called mortgage-backed securities. And I thought, oh, you know, there's going to be a ton of money going into mortgage-backed securities, ton of money going through mortgage-backed securities into the mortgage business. I want to be in the pipeline of that money, distributing that money to Main Street. And so I started a mortgage company to do that. And uh, it ended up being a brilliant move right up until we found out in, uh, you know, kind of 2007 that they'd maybe gotten a little over-creative with uh, moving money and they started creating money that didn't exist and moving it. And so we had, a, you know, kind of a big asset bubble in real estate that we all know what happened. But the point is, is that this big demographic of baby boomers and their money has a huge impact on the economy. And if you position yourself in front of it, you can ride that wave. Give a quick example when it comes to real estate. A lot of baby boomers are downsizing houses. Right? They might still live in the house or they raise their kids. they got three, four, five bedrooms and they're looking at each other going, it's a big empty house and the kids are gone. What do we do? We like our neighborhood, so we'll downsize or we might want to get to a warmer climate, so we move. And that 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 need for real estate is in a great part because of the phase they are in their life. Well, this is just understanding the needs of the product, real estate, and, and the demographic you're trying to serve. So, for example... Uh, there's an area that uh, is near where I live, and there are so, a lot of two-story homes. And I ended up talking to a guy that rents out a single-story home. And I was trying to buy the property from him. And he said, well, I'm going to hang on to this one because I really think as people get older, they're going to want to move out of the two-story home into the one-story home because they're not going to want to be able to go up and down those stairs anymore. They still want to have the independence of owning a home, and they want to have a yard, maybe not as big a yard, but what they really don't want to have is the stairs. I thought, you know, that's interesting. There's a guy, and he's actually in that demographic himself, so he got it. He understood it, and I thought, you know, that was just a, a little pearl that you get from just having a conversation with a guy. That is a great example. I mean, I mean, think back to some of the areas where they have what they used to call senior living, right? 55 and over. Well, when I'm 55, of course, we don't think of that as being senior today. Even people in their 60s and 70s don't think of 55 as being senior today. But at one point it was, and that was a change of, of real estate. Today, what you're seeing is active adult lifestyle. So people are congregating to places where there's stuff for like-minded people to do. It's not retirement necessarily because people don't always retire these days. They're excited about new ventures and things, right? We had some great gray hair in the uh, audience at uh, the syndication event, but it's a, a change which has a real estate component. 
Absolutely. You know, you think about it. If you are a, a boomer out there, or you, you look at the boomers and maybe their home equity isn't what it once was. Maybe their 401k isn't what it once was. Their stock portfolio isn't what it once was. And they are looking for how am I going to live? And they may shift from living from more expensive areas to less expensive areas. Well, it used to be that, you know, people would move to Iowa or they'd move to Ohio, you know, or parts of the country, you know, the flat states where it's really inexpensive. But to your point, Robert, the expectation of amenities in my community are a little bit different. You know, for example, we do the field trip to Memphis. And my first impression of Memphis was, you know, I looked at the crime statistics and I thought, oh my gosh, this place is going to be Detroit. It's going to be awful. It's going to be a horrible experience. I get there and I find out it's nothing like that. And in fact, there's great culture. So it's a tax-free environment. The real estate is inexpensive. And there's a lot of fun things to do as a, as a retired person. And so, again, it's, it's the idea that, hey, I want to go someplace where my money will go farther. I don't pay as much taxes. And I have some amenities. And people are looking both inside the United States for that, but they're also looking outside the United States. And the type of amenities people are interested change as they get older. Like, look look at, for instance, the real estate that surrounds golf. A golf course takes a lot of real estate. The only way to make it pencil from a development perspective is to put houses around it. Golf is not a growth industry. Talk to young people today, not too many people picking up golf clubs, but in the baby boomer demographic, it is. And so someone who is looking to relocate because of that time of their life, the one-story house, kids are out of the market, let's be on the golf course, for example. Right, exactly. So it's it's understanding in any business, understanding your target demographic and what they want, what they need, what they're willing to pay for. And trying to position yourself in a place where you're going to be able to be able to provide that for them, and uh, and then you have an opportunity to, to to be successful in business doing that, whatever your business is. So when we come back, you're going to meet a guest who is actually helping lots of folks who are baby boomers figure out where they're going to relocate and even where they're going to retire. And you'll meet him next on the Real Estate Guys Radio Program. Live nationwide, you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Find out more at realestateguysradio.com. Looking for solid cash flow in a market where the jobs are likely to stay put? Hi, this is Robert Helms. Join me April 26th through 28th for The Real Estate Guys Investor Field Trip to Memphis, Tennessee. I'm excited to show you this affordable real estate market where cash flow is the name of the game. You'll meet active developers, rehabbers, property managers, plus folks from the Chamber of Commerce and many surprise guest speakers. Find out how the four R's of Memphis will virtually ensure a steady supply of qualified tenants. For all the details, visit realestateguysradio.com and click on events. Join me in Memphis for an amazing cash flow weekend. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click events. Why is it that in every horror movie, there's a pretty girl who goes into a creepy house and heads down into the scary basement? Nothing good ever happens in the basement. What is she thinking? I feel the same way when I continue to see Americans dump billions into 401ks, IRAs, and mutual funds, even self-directed IRAs. On top of that, they continue to perpetuate the massive U.S. banking system by keeping large deposits at banks and using credit cards and other loans for purchases. Don't they realize what's going to happen? More profit for them and less profit for you. Nothing good ever happens in the basement. Now there's another way. Visit our friends at Paradigm Life by going to www.beerbank.com and learn how to become your own banker today. Hi, this is Anthony Mercury from Tell Impossible, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. 
Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms, still without my full voice, but excited about our topic today. We're talking about how demographics shape real estate investing, specifically today talking about the baby boomers. And our guest is someone who knows something about that because many of the folks he deals with are in this demographic. Please welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program, Mr. John Turley. Hey, John. Hey, Robert. Good to be back. Always good to have you, my friend. Now, uh, it's funny because you've actually done some research about baby boomers since uh, in your particular market, there's a a lot of folks who um, meet that requirement. Uh, give us the, the overview on kind of the baby boomers and what they're thinking these days. Well, what's interesting about it, Robert, is it's a, a very clearly defined group of people. They were born between the years of 1946 and 1964, and they represent a group of 76 million Americans that were born during an 18-year cycle, or really an 18-year wave. And that wave has passed through society, and as it has through the decades, there were radical changes because they represent the largest single demographic of people who've ever lived in our society. And so society has had to adapt to that. Right now, the majority of baby boomers are in their late 40s to mid-50s, so they're still in their peak earning years. But 2011 was a defining year because that was the, the rookie year, the rookie class, we could say, of baby boomers starting to retire, reaching the age of 65. And as they retire, there's a dramatic impact on various industries, such as healthcare and, in our case, in, in real estate. And so because the impact on real estate is so great with this number of people, we have to look at what their criteria are for deciding where to retire. Most people who work in the United States are affected in where they live by where their job is. You know, that's such a good point because we don't always choose our location and then find a job. Oftentimes we're transferred or our industry's located somewhere and we end up there. And now, you know, Russ and I were talking about uh, the different uses of real estate and the idea of, you know, there's a point in a baby boomer's life perhaps when their kids leave and they're going to downsize their house. You're talking about kind of the next evolution in that when it comes time to retire and with the baby boomers just now early into retirement, now they're making these kinds of decisions which are independent of their job. Well, and, and here's what's so key to understand, and, and you don't have to be a baby boomer to be affected by what they do and where they live and, and how they choose to spend their money. In fact, whether you're a baby boomer or not, it's critical that you have an understanding of the impact that they're starting to have and will continue to have during this 18-year cycle. Let me illustrate. In 2011, there were 7,000 Americans a day retiring. That was the first year of the baby boomer wave. In 2013, just two years later, we're up to 10,000 a day, 10,000 Americans a day retiring. But the wow. really compelling statistic, Robert, is that the average over the 18-year period is 11,756 people a day retiring. We have to have a 17% increase of the number of Americans who retire every day just to get to the average for that 18-year cycle. That's going to have a dramatic impact on markets, positive for some, negative for others. All right. You real estate investors should be salivating at this. And, and again, this is a case study of a demographic, albeit an important demographic, but as the baby boomers go, so do real estate markets. So just imagine this, that you're looking to retire or someone you know is looking to retire. They're going to be looking for a place to retire that may be where they are right now. Some people are going to just stay in the house that they are, right? Warren Buffett's probably going to stay in the same house, right? But there may be people who are taking this opportunity to decide to go somewhere else. Absolutely. In fact, it's an interesting statistic. The Social Security Administration says that there are 350,000 Americans who receive Social Security benefits outside of the United States. But just earlier this week, according to NBC News, the number of retired workers, spouses, and survivors who are getting Social Security benefits in a foreign land is rising almost twice as fast 
as the number of Social Security beneficiaries in general. Wow. And here's the really crazy thing. In fact, if you've got a pen and paper and you're a real estate investor, write this down. There's a survey by Zogby International that shows that 3.3 million Americans have decided to relocate outside of the United States. That's among the baby boomers. So out of 76 million, 3.3 million have definitively stated that they're going to move outside of the United States. And another 17 million were considering making the move. Wow. Okay. So that that's huge. I mean, that's one more than 1% of the U.S. population has made the decision to get out of Dodge. You know, for whatever reason, I mean, a lot of people move somewhere else because it's warmer. A lot of people move somewhere else because the cost of living is lower. A lot of people are just tired of the taxes and, and the system. And there's all kinds of reasons. And, and, and so I, I guess what we have to think as real estate investors is, okay, all things being equal, where are those people going to go and how do I get in ahead of them? Great point. And here's the thing. The survey changes over time. In 2007, the survey showed that Central America ranked second behind Europe as the most desirable international destination. But with the change in the global economy in 2008 through 2010, Europe has dropped way down the list and Central America, Latin America, the Caribbean is the number one region for retirees. And when we ask ourselves, what are the criteria that they're using? How are they deciding where it is that they want to live? We can look at things such as language, for example. You know, most people are unaware that 91% of Americans are not bilingual. Only 9% right. of the population is bilingual. If you're in your 50s, if you're in your 60s, You've had a, a hard career, you've worked hard, you've, you've gotten to your golden years where you want to just enjoy the rest of your life. Is that when you want to face the challenge of learning a second language? Oh, good point. And as much as I love to vacation in countries where foreign languages are spoken, and I can, I can order food off the menu with the best of them, when it gets right down to it, when you're talking to a doctor, especially we're thinking about health care among the baby boomers, when you're talking to a doctor and explaining your symptoms, or even more importantly, when they're giving you a prescription and telling you what's wrong, isn't it important that you understand and speak the same language? So language is a very specific criteria. Climate Think of how many people would, would prefer to live in a climate that's more desirable, but perhaps because of the constraints of work or other obligations, they, they live where they do now, but ideal climate is certainly desirable. You know, in fact, that's that's one of the things that hit me originally when, when you mentioned that, you know, Latin America and the Caribbean are the number one destination. Well, that's not surprising because think about U.S. retirees, it is close and the weather's great, right? The weather's warm there. So, so I instantly think, oh yeah, warm weather was, was one of the things people are after. Absolutely. In fact, if you illustrate it this way, we talked about 2011 being the first class or the rookie class of baby boomers. Picture it like a game of musical chairs, but the chairs are all different. And each of those chairs represents a desirable retirement destination. Now, some chairs are bigger than others because there's a bigger market there. Some chairs are more desirable than others. So, you know, for example, you might have one chair and that represents Flagstaff, Arizona, and another chair represents uh, South Florida, and another chair is Hilton Head, South Carolina. A lot of different places we think of as desirable retirement destinations. Yeah. And of course, now we're thinking outside the box, outside the country, of what are those desirable retirement destinations. And each year, there are more and more people who enter the game of musical chairs, but the number of chairs stay the same, and some of those chairs are going to fill up faster than others. And so with an 18-year cycle, do you want to be at the end of the wave or the beginning of the wave? And that's why it's so critical. Even if you're not a baby boomer, they are going to have a dramatic impact on the availability of property that is in desirable climates, desirable retirement destinations. We have about 18 to 24 months to act before we're going to see the availability 
shrink up and dry up and not become available again for another decade and a half. You know, I love the musical chairs analogy, but it's it's even a step above that because in musical chairs, you're after any chair. Here, to your point, some chairs are more desirable. Some chairs are more scarce. Some chairs are a better value. When I think of people looking into these regions, you think of the places like the Cayman Islands and Panama and Costa Rica and Belize and the beautiful white sand beaches and the palm trees, which is certainly a driver for some. Now, there are other people that are saying, well, that might not be my ideal lifestyle because it's too expensive. I mean, I like to retire in St. Bart's, but it's just, you know, too expensive or it's too out of reach. And so they're looking at other locations like, you know, the Scottsdale's of the world and, and Florida is a great example. But as more and more of the chairs get taken, and what happens? Well, real estate prices are driven by demand, plain and simple. Why does a, a market go up in value? Because there's more demand there. So we'll be able to tell, as you say, here in the next few years, where the demand is going because we'll be able to see the prices. And I know you've already seen some of that in, sitting in the chair that you sit in. Absolutely. In fact, what's interesting about that is that in January of this year, January 2013, U.S. News and World Report had an article entitled Seven Best Reasons to Retire Overseas. One of those reasons is ideal climate. But you touched on a very important point that it's not climate alone. People are also concerned about affordability because uh, obviously people plan to enjoy their retirement for many, many years to come. And so one of the interesting statistics in that U.S. News and World Report article was that the best tropical choices uh, include Ambergris Key Belize and Roatan Honduras, which happen to qualify as two of the most affordable places to retire to in the Caribbean. So we think about the desirability of being a beautiful place. If it's English speaking, for many of us, all the better. And and obviously, I, I would love to be bilingual. I've tried and I've tried and I've tried, but it just I have a really <laughs> difficult time with it. But you know, we think of the rule of law. You have the choice between British common law, such as you know the Cayman Islands and British Virgin Islands and Belize, and you've got Napoleonic civil law, different set of laws. And so you need to understand what are the difference in those legal systems. That's an entirely you know another show's topic. Yeah. But it's so important to look at the affordability factor. Um, we also need to look at things like proximity. That's why Central America and the Caribbean are so desirable for most American retirees and potential retirees. Because you have to look at the fact that they quite often have business interest. They've got family members that they want to visit and have come visit. I mean, what's better for the grandchildren to go visit grandma and grandpa in the Caribbean? We think about the impact that's going to have on tourism as well. Right. So when we see 3.3 million people moving and the number one place being Central America and the Caribbean, they're going to be traveling back and forth to the United States. And likewise, friends and family are going to be traveling to visit them. So there's a, there's a, a second boom or a second lag wave to this, which is the increase in tourism, which further compounds the benefit to the real estate investor. And the challenge if you wait too long. There's also a Canadian baby boom. It's not just about the U.S., right? People don't think about that. But if you look at Canada's population, there's also an uptick. And it's not just the U.S. and Canada. There are other places that experience these demographic waves. And that's really the bigger picture is you're trying to focus your mind as an investor on demographic waves, not just on going whatever seems to be the hot city or hot location or great part of town. It really is. There's, there's information you can find out prior to that. And that's what we're talking about. This is the leading indicator, if you will, of where these markets are headed. If you just look at the example of proximity. All right. Well, you can look at a map and see that South America is further away than Central America. 
So just right there, you might guess that people would be a little more prone, all things being equal, to being in Central America because they're shorter flights, less expensive flights than South America. Not saying that there's not great markets in South America. There are. But just what we're looking for, example, what we're looking for as, as an investor are those key distinctions so I can pick, figure out of all the possible markets, of all the musical chairs, what one, two, or three make the most sense. Absolutely. And what a great point, too, about not forgetting that it's a global marketplace. We've got, interestingly, if you if you study the baby boom generation, slightly different years, slightly different peaks in terms of the baby boom from one country to another. There's four primary markets that affect the baby boom generation. There's the United States boomers, Canadian, European, and Japanese. And together, the demographic represents 250 million people retiring in the next 18 years. So we talk about the class of 2011 representing the Americans. Well, we can't forget the graduating classes from Canada, Japan, and Europe as well. And again, it's the same number of desirable retirement destinations. Now, we can include Tahiti and Thailand and other parts of the world, but what you and I and 78 million other Americans constitute as being desirable is a is a subjective thing and so you know not to say that people aren't going to retire to north dakota or montana or alabama all of which are beautiful states and many people will happily retire there and many people live there and are happy living there and doing so but there's going to be a disproportionate spread of people into select key markets and if we pay attention to market indicators we can see exactly where they're going to go well, when you know that 3 million plus have already made the decision, and there's another 17 million people that are at least strongly considering moving outside of the U.S. when they retire, that's called a clue. Given that, and given the possible chairs, there aren't too many markets that are going to be able to sustain that kind of growth. When I look at, I say your market, you're in a small marketplace. You're an Ambergris Key Belize is 20,000 people. So, so that chair is going to fill up fast. You look at a chair like Panama, already there's been great growth in Panama and Costa Rica. Maybe there's some other countries. I know Nicaragua is a, is a place where there's a lot of development going on, much in anticipation of the baby boom. The challenge I see there is, is kind of twofold. Those flights are generally more expensive and there's not, they're not served by as many airlines, but there's also still, for whatever reason, all these years later, kind of a negative stigma when you say Nicaragua that people have a hard time getting over. Mexico has encountered a fairly negative stigma in the last few years. Now, Mexico has been a prime retirement destination for U.S. citizens and Canadians for a long time. And even though there's the language issue, there are expat communities that crop up. And a lot of the expats that I know who live in Mexico, and that's of quite a few, they have learned to speak Spanish. So resistantly, right, I, I speak a tiny amount of Spanish, enough to be able to work my way through a menu and get myself to the bathroom, but I'm also not desiring to want to learn another language. So either I want to make sure there is a vibrant community where it's not totally necessary or I'm in a place that speaks English naturally. Absolutely. And the thing to, the thing to think of, Robert, and I don't think that I can overstate this enough, there's, there's three kind of statistics that I want to show side by side to really drive home the point here of just how significant this is to the real estate investor. We think of, of that earlier statistic. There's 350,000 Americans who receive Social Security benefits outside of the United States. That's the entire world. That's today right That's now. That's today right now. 3.3 million Americans have decided to relocate and retire outside of the United States. That's 10 times as many people. Now, we didn't touch on the fact that right now there's 6 to 7 million Americans who live and work abroad. That's separate and apart from the baby boomers retiring. But to just further magnify the number even more so, 
According to the Center for Medical Tourism Research in San Antonio, Texas, about 21% of baby boomers say that they are interested or very interested in retiring abroad. The numbers are just gigantic. And the interesting thing, not only is this a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take advantage of, but this would be considered insider trading in any other industry. To have the forethought, to have the knowledge, to have the awareness, to have it so clearly defined, to know the exact number of people that are going to retire over a specified period of time, where can you get that kind of market data in advance? Where could you have a crystal ball as an investor to know that that kind of market impact is going to take place? Aren't you glad you tuned in today? This is the Real Estate Guys radio program. We come back more with John Turley. Plus, you'll have a chance to win a prize with Real Estate Trivia next. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Real estate investment advice right in your mailbox. Sign up for the free Real Estate Guys newsletter at realestateguysradio.com. Are you excited about real estate investing but not sure where to get started? Learn the secrets of building wealth through real estate in the comfort of your own home. In the Real Equity Home Study Course, professional investor Robert Helms and his team of experts show you why real estate outperforms other investments. Stop dreaming about investing in real estate and start doing something about it. Order the Real Equity Home Study Course today at realestateguysradio.com and click on Resources realestateguysradio.com Here's a real estate trivia question for you. What does Elvis Presley's famous mansion Graceland and affordable positive cash flow turnkey real estate investing have in common? Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee is home to both Graceland and Terry Kerr's Mid-South Home Buyers. Terry specializes in trouble-free turnkey rental properties. Turnkey means Terry finds, fixes, rents, and manages the property. So all you have to do is put it in your portfolio and collect the checks. It's plug and play. That's music to my ears. Call Terry and his team at Mid-South Home Buyers at 888-510-6838, extension 118. Or find them in the resources area of our website at realestateguysradio.com. Come meet Terry Kerr when the Real Estate Guys come to Memphis for an investor field trip, April 26th to 28th. Get all the details at realestateguysradio.com and click on events. Hi, this is Sam Freshman, author of Principles of Real Estate Syndication, and you're listening to the Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Thanks so much for tuning in today. By next week, I'll probably have my voice back. But in the meantime, we've got some great stuff. We'll get back to the interview with John Turley. As soon as we play Real Estate Trivia, your chance to win a prize by knowing today's trivia question, which, of course, has something to do with real estate and the very topic that we're talking about. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to hear the trivia question when you think you know the answer or want to take a guess. You send us an email to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name and physical mailing address so that we can include a copy of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate, our book on real estate investing. If you are the winner, that's what we'll mail off to you. The first copy goes to the first person with the right answer. That's typically someone listening on traditional radio. Then we take all the correct guesses for the week, have a drawing for a second copy of the book so that if you're listening on the podcast, you do have a chance as long as you get your entry in before next week's show. Last week on The Real Estate Guys, I thought it was disrelated, but there's more parallels here than I realized. We had Simon Black on the program. Here was our question. In what city is the World Bank headquartered? The World Bank has offices in more than 100 countries, but its headquarters is in Washington, D.C., in the U.S. Here's our trivia question for this week. According to the Urban Land Institute, how many years does the average American live after they retire? Once they retire, what's the average lifespan 
for an average American? Now, you may not think that's a real estate trivia question, but I said according to the Urban Land Institute. So there's the real estate part of it. If you want to take a guess or if you think you know, send us the answer along with your name and mailing address to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. And you may be the lucky owner of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate, signed by the authors. That's our prize today. That's today's real estate trivia question. We're talking about the impact on real estate the baby boomer generation has had, not only in the U.S., but in many countries and our guest is John Turley. John helps people buy real estate in the Caribbean and Latin America region. Specifically, he's officed and headquartered in Belize, but uh, John is one of the top agents in the entire region and networks quite a bit with a lot of agents. In fact, uh, you are coming on our 11th Annual Investor Summit at Sea again, a faculty member and actually helping head up the Grand Cayman shore excursion that we're doing. Yeah, that's going to be exciting to look at another market, a very dynamic, a much more mature market than that of Belize, uh, much much higher price points. But the Cayman Islands represents one of the, the world's largest economies and is such a geographically small island that it represents a, a very, very interesting perspective. And look, and of course, many people are familiar that the Cayman Islands uh, have no property taxes. So it's a very unique characteristic of that market. I think for those in the summit, they're going to be excited to learn the behind-the-scenes secrets of that marketplace. Absolutely. One of the benefits of the summit, since we're all real estate investors, we get out and see some unique real estate from some cool perspectives with guests we probably wouldn't otherwise meet. So it's going to be great. Uh, and, and we can't spend too much time promoting it because the summit is now officially sold out. We're out of cabins. There are no more. Sorry. But before long, you will get the details for the 12th Annual Investor Summit at Sea, which I hear may be having a stop in Belize. Now, let's talk about that for a minute, John, because what you do, this is awesome that you've done all this research and have all this information. And before we're done, uh, John's been asked to do a white paper, and I'm going to see if we can prevail upon him to kind of share that with us. And your country's been in the news a bit, and I know you've been on Nightline recently and Good Morning America, and I'd love to get some of this information. But let's take it down to the actual tactical level. So we know lots of people are going to be retiring, and we've already seen they've raised their hands up and say, we're going to get out of the United States. Now let's transition to what happens in your office when people walk in the door. You this very minute are getting these people walking in your door at your office going, hey, I'm interested in retirement property. That's a great question because we have to understand that the baby boomers are separate from and in addition to the existing real estate markets in these areas. Right. So for example, in Central America and the Caribbean, there are people who presently are buying second homes, vacation homes. Uh, we have people who are buying investment property. Well, those people aren't going away. The baby boomers are in addition to that. That's why there's such dramatic growth and such such a dramatic impact in the marketplace. One of my favorite quotes in regard to real estate investing comes from Roy Rogers. Now, I don't, I know we don't think of Roy Rogers as being the preeminent source of real estate investment information, right. but he had this to say, find out where people are heading and invest there before they arrive. Well, that sounds incredibly simple, incredibly straightforward, but that's it really is narrowing it down to the bare essence of the matter. And that's what we're talking about here. We have the opportunity to find out in advance where people are heading and then get there ahead of them. We know that with the baby boomers being in their mid 40s to late 50s, the bulk of them, that they're not ready to retire today. But they're cognizant. They're going to be hearing more and more in the news about the effect of baby boomers absorbing and, and taking up the supply of inventory. And those who are on the leading edge, those who are at the forefront, are not going to wait until it's their turn standing in line. Everybody wants to jump to the front of the line to take advantage of it. So again, in the marketplace, for ourselves, we've seen a really interesting change in the last, oh, say, 18 to 24 months because the volume of sales 
prices have definitely started to increase, but bear in mind, Robert, we're in year three of an 18-year cycle. That's exactly where you would want to be. You don't want to, if you're in year 15, well, the, the, the ship has already left the port. So we're exactly where you want to be, but it, knowledge is power. It doesn't do any good to just simply have that knowledge. We have to have knowledge in action. Yeah, so interesting because I look at the Belize tourism numbers and obviously it's a market that we follow and take people on field trips there. So it's not a coincidence that we would be tuned into Belize, which of course is how we met you. But as you look at this increase in number of people coming to Belize and even in the downturn when Mexico tourism was down by nearly 20%, Belize wasn't even down 2%. I'm just now, it's just occurring to me that perhaps the one of the reasons so many people are coming is that they know musical chairs time is coming for them in a couple of years and they want to check it out. That's exactly the case. We're seeing more and more so that people are coming in our office and saying, I'd like to buy a piece of property to retire to, but I don't plan to actually retire and make use of it for five, six, seven, ten years. But they know that if they wait until they retire, it's going to be too late. They're going to get priced out of the market. Back in 1963, John F. Kennedy, when speaking about the U.S. economy, said that a rising tide floats all boats. Now, that's an apt analogy when it comes to real estate, especially when we see a case like this where we know that these markets are going to be impacted. The critical thing to do is to get into the marketplace now, even if it isn't ultimately the property that you want to retire to, because what will happen is that by being in the market, whatever property you have is going to be part of the group of boats that will float with the rising tide. What you don't want to do is make the mistake of saying, well, since I'm going to retire in seven years, I'll wait seven years to buy my property because the the tide is going to rise around you and your growth in income and your growth in ability to afford the desirable property that you want may well be outpaced by the market. You don't want the market to leave you behind. We know for a certainty that this wave of baby boomers is going to drive real estate prices high. Don't bet the farm that your ability to pay for the property is going to be able to keep pace with an entire generation. Well, and make sure you're listening to this with the right ears, right? If you're in the baby boomer demographic, you may be thinking, I better scramble out and get a place. But it doesn't matter if you are or not, to John's point earlier, this is just studying demographics and how it affects values. If you could get ahead of the puck and figure out how to control some real estate and then make sure that you did that in such a way that it provided cash flow and benefits during the time. And then ultimately that might be a retirement location for you, or it might just be a really great increase in value and you you sell then and make a great return. Absolutely, because the only demographic, the only group of people that's larger than the baby boomers are people who invest. Every one of us invest. Now you might say to yourself, well, I'm not an investor yet. Well, yes, you are. Because every single day you make a conscious or unconscious decision of what to do with your money. If you have money in a savings account or you have money in CDs, you're an investor. So whether you presently have real estate investments or not, every single one of us is an investor. And to go back to the point earlier, you don't have to be a baby boomer to benefit from or to be affected by the decisions they make and what they do and where they live and how they decide to transition into the next phase of their life. So. It's an exciting time for all of us, but we want to pay close attention. We can look at the 1950s, the 60s. We look at the growth that occurred during the 1990s. Why was that? Because the entire baby boom generation was in their peak earning years. So it comes as no surprise. Hindsight is 2020. It's easy to look back and see what could have been or what I could have done. But this is the one last time, the last remaining opportunity that we have collectively to benefit from the largest generation of Americans to have ever lived.
All right, this is great stuff. Well, John, I know you're working on this white paper, and it's not quite ready to send out, but I think if you're up for it, we'd like to make it available to the listeners. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. I've got some some deadlines that are going to ensure that that gets done here very quickly, and I would love to share that information. I think I, it's, it's going to be pretty compelling. Now, John, obviously the report has a lot of information about demographics and some of the things you've shared today, but I know there's some other cool stuff in there. Yeah, this time of year, traditionally, the annual reports come out from numerous sources uh, as to the top countries around the world to retire to. And of course, there's different criteria, uh, different methodology involved in those, but I'm compiling that information together as part of this white paper so that there's a comprehensive market analysis that identifies uh, the top countries for various considerations. So for anyone who's uh, either contemplating retirement or is part of the baby boom generation or anybody that would like to benefit uh, as an investor being impacted by the baby boomers, I think they're going to really enjoy that aspect of the white paper. If you've ordered a free report from us before, you know it's pretty easy. You just send an email, in this case, to retire at realestateguysradio.com, retire at realestateguysradio.com, and we will send you back the report. That's typically what happens. In this case, what you're going to get back, if you're listening to the show as it's broadcasting new or podcasting new, what you're going to get back is an email that says, John will have the report out to you as soon as it's done, right? So normally we wouldn't put a report up unless we had it, but since we've got John here, I know he's been working on this. He's obviously been assembling a lot of this data. I think it'd be interesting, no matter what market you're interested in, maybe you're thinking that, hey, a lot of people are moving out of the country, but some will be staying in the country and look at retirement markets there. Whatever the, the use is, I think this would be great information for you to have. So just send us an email at retire at realestateguysradio.com. We would love to invite you to this year's summit, but we can't. So instead, we're going to invite you to come with us to beautiful Belize. John helps us uh, show people around the wonderful country of Belize, and uh, you can make yourself among those that have been. You'll dig it. Just go to the website, realestateguysradio.com, and click on events, and you'll see Belize Discovery Trips. As always, my friend, great information. Thanks for being on the program. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. More when we come back from the Real Estate Guys, you're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. If you're like me and thousands of others, you know that the Real Estate Guys radio show is a great source for quality content about investing in real estate. But did you know that they also have a book? I just finished reading their book, Equity Happens, and I was blown away by how much I learned. If you're ready to create sustainable wealth through real estate, you need to get Equity Happens. You'll learn, just as I did, about what it takes to prosper in the real estate industry. So don't wait. Make Equity Happen to you. Order your copy today at equityhappens.com. Is investors survey the country for markets and properties that will perform well for them over the next five to ten years. One market in particular stands out. That's Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta was the second fastest growing MSA throughout the last decade. It's home to the world's busiest airport and has one of the highest concentrations of Fortune 500 companies in the country. Atlanta is expected to add 100,000 new people every year for the next 10 years, and just next year alone, Atlanta is predicted to add over 50,000 new jobs. Now, what if I told you you could buy fully renovated, leased, and cash-flowing investment properties in this market for half of replacement cost? That's right, three- and four-bedroom homes in good suburban neighborhoods that can be purchased completely renovated for seventy dollars to $90,000. At Georgia Residential Partners, this is exactly what we do. We've been helping investors all over the country make solid real estate purchases in Atlanta for almost seven years. Call us today at 770-924-5450 or check us out online at gainvesting.com.
Hi, this is Kim Kiyosaki. I'm the author of Rich Woman, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Always great to get around Mr. John Turley. John, John's such an amazing guy because, again, you know, I have that experience where I talk to the guy, you know, at the top of the show that you know, had the house, and I learned something. John is a guy that talks to, obviously, a lot of people that are coming into his uh, office, and they're there for various reasons. And, he, you know, those people have their thumb on the pulse. Any good real estate man... Uh, or gal is out there talking to people and understanding the the little nuances, the things that don't always show up in the stats, right? Because the things that people are hearing in the street or the things that show up in the stats a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, if you really want to have your thumb on the pulse of what's going on, which is why we always interview these folks, you got to talk to these people. And John's got some great, great perspectives. If you want to meet and hang out with John Turley, the best place to do that would have been the Investor Summit at Sea, but it is 100% sold out. You have missed the boat for this year, but uh, pretty soon we'll be telling you the details of next year. But come with us to Belize. Belize is a great market for uh, baby boomers and retirees, and you get to spend a couple of days uh, with the Real Estate Guys and John Turley, and it's a lot of fun. Go to our website at realestateguysradio.com and check out the uh, events where you'll find our discovery trip to beautiful Belize. Yeah, Belize is a fabulous place. I mean, you, you know, heard John talk about how it's one of the top retirement destinations and you just look at the numbers, you know, you don't need to draw very much of the marketplace and this concept that there, you know, aren't maybe as many places out there as people going to want those places, you know, it's, it's economics 101, the supply demand imbalance. So, uh, you know, again, getting out and spending time looking at things, talking to people, to me, even if you're not directly interested, you're going to learn something. And our experience has been pretty much everybody who comes down there in one way, shape, or form falls in love. I know I did. Now, today we've been talking about baby boomers, which is a big demographic, but the bigger picture is just as real estate investors, pay attention to the demographics. Who are the groups you're after and how can their real estate needs be sent? Big thanks to Big John for being on the program today. Nice to have Russell Gray back in the co-host seat. Next week on The Real Estate Guys, you and I and Russ will make some more equity happen. This episode of the Real Estate Guys radio show is brought to you by Paradigm Life. Powerful cash management strategies using life insurance. Learn more at BeYourBank.com. Mid-South Home Buyers, low-cost, turnkey cash flow properties in Memphis, Tennessee. Corporate Direct, asset protection strategies for real estate investors. From attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Find these and other great companies under the Resources tab at realestateguysradio.com. To learn how you can expose your product or service to the Real Estate Guys audience, call 888-489-7723, extension 4. That's 888-489-7723, extension 4. Or use the feedback page at realestateguysradio.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on the Real Estate Guys radio show.